This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing critique, Milwaukee Magazine's Ann Christensen and yours truly, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about Anne's review of the new restaurant in the Iron Horse Hotel by the name of Ash. We're also going to highlight her interview and feature on the Filipino restaurant Meat on the Streets. We're also going to talk about an upcoming hot chocolate fest and uh, pretty much talking about pizza as well. Some pizza restaurants coming uh, to the area. But let's kick it off with uh, your review of the new restaurant, Ash Inn, mm-hmm. which is now in the Iron Horse Hotel, uh, recently opened not too long ago by the uh, the concepts by the, the guys over at Dan Dan, right? Well, they're part of um, bringing us the concept. Okay. I mean, I think uh, the concept really comes from the owner of the hotel, Tim Dixon. Okay. So I think that was something he, what I understand, is something he always really wanted to do. Um, if you keep up with restaurants and you like the idea of hearth-based cooking, Birch and Butcher is another place in town that mm-hmm. does that. It's probably the first place in town that... Um, kind of focused on that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when you think about it, Tariq, this is very... Uh, this is like kind of going back to the basics, too. You know what I mean? It's it's cooking on an open fire. Mm-hmm. You know, this Caveman time. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is, you know, primal type of <laughs> uh, cooking. So, um, but... You know, I don't know that this hearth, I don't know that it's, you know, it, it's. It, I don't think it's exactly like the hearth they have at Birch and Butcher. Okay. I think it's, you know, different. But in the way that at Birch and Butcher, Miles cooks different things like vegetables and fish and meats and breads mm-hmm. and stuff like that and moves things around, you know what I mean? So that, you know, the, the things that, so that, for instance, you know, um, you know, if you've got things on a higher rack, well, they're not going to get, they're going to get l- less, cooker. yeah, less they're going to, yeah, they're going to get less heat than something that's really much closer to the, mm. to, to the flame. Right. So there's a lot of that jacking around. And I, so I think it makes it probably really fun and interesting for the chef to be able to cook that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, JVR group, which, uh, owns Dan Dan and Fauntleroy, um, they are the main, they're, they're pretty much training the staff over there and they've been they've been really involved in like bringing this whole concept together and um the dining room is a little different too from if you were there when it was smith it they kind of warmed it up i mean i remember it had a really kind of a it was very dark in there it was it was dark but it was also very manly very (laughs) no i'm serious i mean it had a very masculine feel to it and which is not to say that it's a feminine now. It's I no, I wouldn't say that. It's just it's warmer. It's a little more like a use of um, like a upholstery and lighting. It's warmer, yeah. And it just brings less of those. You know, I mean, it still has those hard surfaces, but a little bit more warmth. I'm gonna say okay. it again, Tariq. Cool. So anyway, that, ha- having said that, so what's um, your take on the? Uh... You know, I think the food is really good, and it's one of those situations where pretty much everything's a la carte. So that's the way you're going to order. And a really uh, good way to do it is, especially if you're with one or two other people, is to order some things and share them. Um, I really love the Bevat steak. They have a prime Bevat steak. Mm. And the cool thing is, too, that the hearth is right front and center in the dining room. So So you you can can watch them. Yeah, you can watch your your food being cooked. They have great, they have really good appetizers. In fact, they have something that is a, um, it's kind of like an avocado toast. 
but it tastes like a twice baked potato. The toppings on the avocado. And this is also in the flame. Uh, well, the bread is 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 grilled a little bit. Okay. Um, but I mean, there are some things that are that do not touch the the flames. Okay. You know, but there are components of things on salads that end up going okay. that, that that you know were cooked on the flame and okay. then they go on a salad. So going back um, to the toast, you're saying like a baked potato. So yeah, it's on that's it. like the toppings on it, like the cheese and the bacon, mm. and it it just it, it it to me it tastes like. I don't just taste like a twice baked potato. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It's really great. Um, they have some, you know, things just small things like um, grilled edamame with some za'atar on top. So seasoning is really important here because it's so simple. Things are cooked so simply that you know the seasoning is, is has to be really, you know, on fire, shall we say? <laughs> I mean, they really have to be on top of that. Um, they have kind of a. Um, they do sort of a tartare of um, venison that's served with grilled rye bread. Okay. That is very delicious as an appetizer. Really fun one to share. And actually, when I think about it now, I think that avocado is grilled just slightly. It's just just ever so slightly, slightly. grilled. Okay. So it gives you a little bit of that flavor. Some of the meats that they have, they have trout. As I mentioned, they have a bavette steak. Um, they have um, head-on prawns that you can okay. that you can order, um, and one of the more interesting things that they have too that is fun to share is a bacon-wrapped rabbit loin. Wow! That also comes with rabbit confit. Interesting. Like the, the, the confit leg, yeah. and that is really good too. Um, and that comes with like sweet cherries, and there's some fresh dill on top. And a little bit of a mustard sauce. That's okay. really nice. And then what I think, th this is kind of a great idea, especially if you have a group of people. You can order kind of, um, they have um, a just for two offering. So this this is, you order a meat, like they have short ribs or something mm. like that. And then it comes with all these sides, like lettuce cups, like they have fry bread, they have sauces, and then you can make little, you know, little sandwiches okay. or so on with them and that's a you know that's like something that's great to share with a group of people cool. yeah cool and that's uh you can check out that full review the latest issue of january issue january issue of milwaukee magazine coming up we'll continue our conversation uh about a hot chocolate fest uh pizza and more we'll be right back support for this bites comes from your membership and society insurance an insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of Society's coverages, as well as risk prevention tips, are available at societyinsurance.com. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back. I want to continue our conversation uh, on uh, the other piece you wrote for the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. It's a feature on the Filipino restaurant Meat on the Streets. Tell me about this feature and uh, what, what yeah. did you talk about with the uh, proprietors of uh, this uh, restaurant? The proprietors are siblings, uh, Alexa and Matthew, um, and primarily talked with Alexa. She is a really interesting woman to, to talk to, really smart but businesswoman. Mm -hmm. 
Um, her brother is the kind of head chef. Okay. And I don't know if you realize this, they've been around for six years yep. now. They actually, um, um, when I did my um, Rhythm Lab Microfest, celebrate my 10-year anniversary, they were one of the food trucks we had. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the way they started. They started as a food truck, mm-hmm. and they have a location um, that is uh, in the old PAPS development at 1125 at 1125, that's what it was. Uh, so I did a little Q&A with um, Alexa, just kind of finding out, you know, six years into it, what are their goals for the future? Mm-hmm. Um, how far do they see this going? Um, you know, what it's, what's it like working with your sibling, <laughs> you know? Um, and she was really interesting and fun to talk to. Um, you know, she was pretty honest and said, and I honestly, I mean, she's got the qualities of a leader. I mean, if you've heard her speak, she's very... She is a very eloquent woman, and she's a good businesswoman, I think. And, you know, she said that, you know, um, you know, as far as confidence goes, it sort of depends on the day. Some days she feels like, you know, this is the job she was made for, and sometimes it's like, you know, uh, you, know you struggle just like anybody yes. else does, right? So um, as far as goals go, um, she talked about doing a pop-up dinner where you eat with your hands now. We've talked in the. We've already talked about this. That's that Kamayan, I think it's they just had this one, yes. on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do more pop-ups. Kenny, um, Kenny, the producer, he went. He did. He loved it. He actually yeah. he really, really loved it. And they were talking about mentioning. He was saying that to me, they're thinking about adding some of the new items that were on that New Year's Eve as part of the menu later. They don't know when. Okay. Uh, there was like I think there was a pork belly, fried pork belly, or something like that as part of the. That's not part of their normal menu that yeah. was at that dinner. That so. they were thinking about bringing. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are also, you know, since this is winter right now, and, you know, this isn't obviously food truck time, they're doing a lot of catering, including vegan, vegan cuisine. Mm-hmm. So they've been oh, doing nice. more of that. Um, but down the line, um, Alexa says that she would, she really like would like to spread the concept of meat on the street to other places. And, you know, one very obvious one would be Madison, not very far. Mm-hmm. Um, they've looked into Chicago. They've looked into Minneapolis. But, um, you know, that's sort of down the road, you know, possibly expanding. Um, would they have to change? If they do vegan, would they be like veg on the street or something? I don't know. Maybe. It doesn't that's rhyme. Kinda, no, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't really rhyme, no. Vegan on the street. Yeah, it could be beat on the street, like beats. Megan. Beat, like beats, beat right. on the street. Beats on the street. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Get it? Beats and playing a word. Yeah. Music and well, and I was when I said Megan on the street, it'd be like <laughs> meat and vegan together, mm. but that doesn't that mm. doesn't have quite a ring <laughs> to it either. Um, and I don't want to tell you everything that she talked about because I obviously want you to yeah. pick up the issue. But I also included um, three things that I think is are important things off the menu to try. Yes, like what's the three? Well, I think the meat sticks yes. for one thing are the pork is my favorite. The pork one, yes, the, the pork one. Um, it has kind of a little citrusy sauce mm-hmm. with it, too. It's really nice. Uh, the pork adobo bowl. Yes. I'm a big fan of that one. Um, and a lumpia roll. A lumpia, which is kind of their Philippines answer to the... Like uh, a, a spring roll a fried or spring a roll. egg roll type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And that's also in the latest issue of uh, Milwaukee Magazine. Next up, it is winter and it's getting cold. And this is a perfect vent for this type of weather. Uh, I think on January 17th, there's a thing called Hot Chocolate Fest. Can you uh, talk about that? Yeah, actually, it is, it's a whole weekend of activity. Weekend. Uh, of like, activity uh, 
It's a whole weekend of activities. So it's, it's not in, like a day. It's not like a couple hour thing. No, it's a no, 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 no. It's a weekend, and it's in downtown Burlington, which I don't know if you were kn- knew this. They downtown Burlington has always done something called Chocolate Fest in the summertime. Yeah, no. or maybe it's in late spring, something like that. But um, this is kind of in that vein. It makes sense that they would do something like this in the winter time. Um, but like, it starts out in the evening on Friday, and they're gonna have skating and bonfires and s'mores and storytelling Mm. and then on saturday it's all day long you know they've got again bonfires s'mores hot a hot chocolate walk and testing i'm sorry not testing tasting a hot chocolate tasting snowman decorating contest now this is all provided there is actual snow (laughs) um there's going to be music and then when you get into sunday you know they have a pancake breakfast um, and they have a cabin fee for 5K, 5K run. Oh, wow. So, um, so yeah, uh, this is, you know, if you're into hot chocolate or just want to kind of embrace winter and skate and have bonfires and do s'mores and stuff like that, it sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Um, it's so it's that whole weekend of the, the 17th through the 19th. Next is uh, we got a double dose of pizza to talk about. First up is a place that's going to serve uh, a first-of-a-kind type of pizza in the area. What's that all about, Ann? Okay, so uh, we've talked before about Naples-style pizza. That's mm-hmm. Neapolitan-style pizza, which it's is... just kind of that really fast in the oven, kind of just very simple, yep. kind of bubbly crust that comes out in a kind of the kind of like a hearth, I guess, a pizza stone oven or whatever you call it. Well, there's a very specific type of oven that you need to get and to get certified. It has to be certified, bro. You use certain flour yeah. and some people think you need to use certain kind of water and it's it's very, very official. Um, so one of the places in Wisconsin that, that is really, that does kind of that Naples style pizza is called Harry's Prohibition Bistro. It's up in Sheboygan. But they are now introducing Roman-style pizza. Okay. So the pizzas of Rome. So what's the difference between Naples uh, and it's Rome? It's the crust. The crust okay. is a little bit different. Um, it's airy. It's more, uh, they call it pillowy honeycomb crust with mm. a slight crunch to it. Um, so it's just the texture is going to be different. Um, and they are, um, so the owners of Harry's are not only planning to open a new pizzeria, sometime this year that specifically um, features Roman-style pizzas. At, okay, so at Harry's, they are doing a Roman, like, do as the Romans do, when in Rome. <laughs> when in Rome. Um, <laughs> pizza night on Tuesdays from 5 to 9. Oh. So, um, and, it's, and they are showcasing their seven varieties of Roman-style pizzas. You gonna roam out there? Later? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roam. I'm gonna roam up to Sheboygan for this. In your toga. In my toga. Um, and just they have a walnut pesto and shrimp, a puttanesca, puttanesca style. Um, Are the toppings different? Uh, I well? don't think the. I don't think so. I okay. think it's it's really Mother mostly crust. that crust. Okay. Um, a margarita style or a margarita pizza, black garlic, uh, pepperdu, you know, pepperdu peppers. Mm-hmm. So the walnut one sounds interesting. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Cool. Harry's Prohibition Bistro. I like that name a lot, actually. Yeah. Really cool name. Next, uh, staying on that pizza tip. Remember a while ago, unfortunately, uh, Irie Zulu closed down. A uh, really fantastic restaurant celebrating all variety of African cuisines. Um, that place has been kind of um, 
closed. No, no new, no new places have popped up. We did mention not too long ago there planned to be a pizza place. Now we know what pizza place will be open. It looks like it's supposed to open sometime this month, according to Milwaukee Records. Called BB's on North, which will be a new pizza place um, in the old Irie Zulu place, which closed last April. I can't believe it closed last April. Um, it's um. It has a connection to the um, Ballesteri Brothers Pizza. Uh, the Pro's Pro's Pizza was originally going to be called Cello Pizza, but the chain name changed later to BB's, uh, which is an abbreviation for Ballesteri Brothers. Uh, they'll be serving all types of wine and pizzas. Don't have the menu yet. Uh, Post to hopefully, according to the article here, open in January, sometime later this month. BB's on North in Wauwatosa. So that's uh, happening. Interesting. But we have some sad news about some Italian restaurants. Yeah. Up. What's well, this? okay, so Divino, uh, which is over on the east side on, on Murray Street, has been sold. It's a staple. It was a staple. I know. And it's closing. And um, the people who bought it are going to, they are going to open another restaurant in there. But um, it's not, you know, it's obviously not going to be Divino. It's, it's going to be called Tavolino. 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 It translates to small table in Italian. So it's still going to be an Italian place, but I, I don't know anything about the menu um, mm. or what it's, you know. Divino was, you know, Divino's definitely. Been around, how long has Divino been there? Like? Well, Divino, it, it used to be Palermo Via, and um, th- that, that changed, but the owners, this is what happened. Divino opened back in 2012. Okay. And. But it had been called Palermo Via. Um, one of the owners had also operated a place called Libiamo. Do you remember Libiamo mm-hmm. in the in Schlitz Park? Okay, so um, essentially, it's a little bit complicated. It was sort of the same. It was essentially the same owner as Palermo Via. They just changed the name Divino. So I don't know, in essence, like how long Palermo Via was there before that. But um, you know, they kind of they did pizzas, they did pots, pastas. It was pretty old school in the okay. in the sort of dishes that they were doing there. Um, so I mean, I think they're still open and through the end of this month, so there's a little bit of time for people to get in there and try the Divino. Still have the Divino menu. Um, but yeah, so I guess one of the owners of the new place worked at Tenuta's okay. in Bayview. So has some experience. It's people that have some experience in the restaurant business here. Uh, There's no. Uh, I don't. Time frame on there. Um, I. Assume it's projected maybe March. March. Okay. Cool. Well, that concludes this week's edition of This Bites Milwaukee's Culinary Podcast. This Bites produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. <laughs>